It was in early 2003, a few months before I left the primary school I hated so much, that I first met Nadine. With four of us to support on her own, Mum was taking all the hours she could get at the pub and was soon doing double shifts. This meant she often worked from the early afternoon right through until closing time, and sometimes she couldn't find anyone to babysit us. By this point, the boys were old enough to fend for themselves, but Laura and I would have to go and sit in the pub after school while we waited for Mark or one of my aunties to pick us up and take us home for dinner. No one seemed to mind. It was a pretty relaxed place, and most of the staff brought their kids along. I can't deny that we were bored out of our minds. We were desperate to be out with our mates, but Mum insisted on keeping an eye on us as we were so young. Given my recent behaviour, I suspected it was also because she didn't want to let me out of her sight. The pub was around half an hour's walk from our primary school. It was owned by a woman called Carol, who had a right mouth on her. It had been there for as long as I could remember, but Carol and her husband had only owned it for a few years. They gave it the odd lick of paint, but it still looked a bit shabby. Back then, everyone smoked in pubs and the white walls quickly became yellow and stained. Not that anyone minded. It was hardly like there were loads of better places to go around our way. Some of the customers were okay, but others were a bit dodgy. It was always dead quiet during the day because most of them only came in at night. It wasn't like some pubs where you could go for dinner or a nice bar snack. It didn't even have a kitchen. The best you could hope for was a packet of crisps. There were two rooms, the main bar area and a lounge we called the tap room. In the tap room, people of all ages would sit and smoke weed openly. It was a funny sight, scruffy teenagers and wayward old men passing joints around for hours on end. There were always tons of underage people in there, some of them barely older than Laura and me. Carol turned a bit of a blind eye to it. I don't think she was really that bothered, and in all the time Mum worked there, I never saw the coppers come in. Laura and I usually hung around in the tap room while we waited for Mum. Its saving grace was that it had a pool table, and we were allowed to have a few games, provided none of the regulars wanted to use it. But that day, some had come in early, so we'd been told to sit in the bar instead. This is shit, I moaned to Laura, and she rolled her eyes in agreement. It was then that I saw Nadine for the first time, standing at the back door. Nadine was a big girl, much bigger than Laura or me, but it wasn't just her size that drew my eyes to her. She had frizzy, mousy brown hair with cheap blonde highlights that needed topping up. She was still wearing a school uniform, and her stomach spilled out of a white shirt over a short black skirt, which barely covered her bum. She'd only fastened a few of her shirt buttons, and I tried not to stare at her huge breasts. I realised I could see her bra. I could tell from her school tie, which she'd carelessly fastened in a loose knot round her neck, that she was at one of the local high schools, or the comp, as we called it. She looked much older than me, and I soon discovered she was fifteen and in year ten. She intimidated me, but not just because of how big she was. There was just something about her. Even before we'd spoken a single word, I knew she was the kind of person you had to respect, or there would be trouble. Who are you? she asked, eyeballing Laura and me. It sounded like an accusation. Laura looked to me helplessly. I'm Sarah, and this is my sister Laura, I replied, trying not to sound nervous. Our mum works here. Yeah, I've seen you around, Nadine said to me, ignoring Laura. So who do you chill with, then? Around Rotherham, chilling was code for drinking and taking drugs. It sounds silly, but I instantly felt proud that Nadine was speaking to me, 
almost like I was her equal. Knowing they were around her age, I rhymed off the names of some of the boys from Elaine's, desperate to seem cool and grown up. Oh yeah, she said. I hoped that she was impressed, but I wasn't sure. Anyway, I'm off. It's shit in here tonight. There was no one serving at the bar, so Nadine barged behind the counter and grabbed a litre bottle of vodka. She obviously did it all the time, because she didn't even look round to see if anyone was watching her, and Carol wasn't exactly the kind of person who'd pay to get CCTV installed. Then she swung a handbag over her arm and disappeared out of the back door. The next evening, I saw Nadine again. Laura and I were waiting for Mum in the tap room when she swept in and planted herself down next to me. She smelled of fags and cheap perfume.